All right. This is uh, Jared Daigle and Legs from Metal Speak. Today we are reviewing the latest release from Monuments. It's called the Amanuensis. It was uh, released earlier this month on July 8th on uh, Century Media. I'm uh, going to jump into the, uh, the rating categories here on the brutality side. I'm, I'm going to give this one an 8. Uh, this one, it's a, it's definitely a heavy album, but you know it's more along the, the gent, progressive vein of things. So it's definitely uh, beefy sounding, but as far as like you know a brutal a, a brutal heavier sound, there there's a lot there's a lot out there that's heavier than this, uh, and a lot a lot more out there that's crazier than this. But you know it's got a uh, it's got a beefy low end to it, and we'll we'll talk about that a little more in the production later. Um, you know definitely get the kind of the the growled vocals you know you know offset by the by the cleans. Uh, Chris Barreto's a new new vocalist uh, for them used to be. Uh, Peripheries old vocalist way back in the day had another band called Ever Forthright. So, um, yeah, it's just you know for for it being a uh, more of a progressive metal album, yeah, it's yeah I think I think I think an eight suits it well from from that standpoint. So, cool. I'm gonna give it a six. Uh, I'm gonna say this uh, quite often. It, this is like a, a grower album for me, like. In fact, I think today was maybe the fifth time I went through it, and I and I just kind of started getting into it. Like, there's something about it wasn't grabbing me really at all. I think, you know, it, it starts out with like a pretty cool like riff that fades in, uh, and then and and it comes in pretty heavy. And like Jared said, it's kind of that gent style. Um, so the heaviness is definitely there. I think the thing that that just wasn't sitting right with me is is the vocals. And I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, I, it's not that I don't like clean vocals, obviously, but there's just, there's just something was, maybe it was like too much, like kind of falsetto parts or something. It just, it just hasn't, hasn't really set well with me. So for brutality, I just, man, like if there was no clean vocals, I probably would have given it more, but every time the cleans just, they kind of sapped any, uh, that like feel that I had of just like, well, this is, you know, this is really heavy or whatever so yeah it wasn't wasn't quite as brutal as other other genty kind of stuff for me yeah i will definitely echo both of those opinions uh brutality for me is a seven um not to say that it's not heavy because it definitely is um but that's not the entire main focus of it um it's there's a lot of atmospheric parts just Really, it's all around the rhythm and the groove. And when you're doing that, yeah, it can be heavy, but it's more, you know, just... You're, you're not going to want to punch babies. Yeah. You're, you're not going <laughs> to you know, go out there and say, Hey, Grandma, you want a fistful of my face? <laughs> Vice versa. You like my face to your fist style? <laughs> yeah. Want a crotch full of my face? Wait a second, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> crotch full, yeah. I will say, though, I mean, as far as, like, any, if there's any track on there that really makes me want to... You know, punch babies would be uh, the alchemist, like the very yeah. beginning where that just hits. You're yeah. like, Bleh! you know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, there's so. some good, there's some good heavy stuff. But. Yep. All right, so for for songwriting, I'm I'm gonna give this one an eight again. Uh, this one, this is this is one of those, and I think you, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I don't even, I don't think I would call this one a grower necessarily for me because I, I pretty much liked it the first time I heard it. I just. I think if you look at the album, it, you you can kind of break it up into two acts, you know. And I think the the first like five tracks are more 
they're just kind of there to say, "Hey, we are a you know we're a jet progressive band, and here's what we can do, and 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 whatever." But there's nothing really that that kind of pulls you in, you know. Yeah. Uh, whereas when the Alchemist kind of kicks in and starts going, and then from there on out, the the whole second half of the album is more. I think that's I don't know, songy is a word. It just seems like it seems like the songs in the second act are, are built better. There and there, there's there's more stuff in there that grabs you more, you know, better vocal hooks, um, you know, better guitar hooks, you know, everything. I think everything's just kind of structured better. I just think that the first the first half of the album, everything just, I don't want to call it a mess, but it just everything just kind of bleeds together for me in the first yep. half, you know, and it just, and I don't I don't want to say I almost gave up on it, but I was kind of not too hot on it till until the Alchemist kicked on, yeah, and I was like, okay. You know, so and I and I can't say that like the first half is like they have like a soft half and then a brutal half because there's definitely, you know, softer, more ethereal stuff towards the end, especially the the last track, which that one seems kind of tacked on. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I the they, they could have closed with I I the Destroyer yes. and and been fine. Yes, you know it was a it was a great way to close. It had a good build that that fucking groove. You know, yeah. once the you know once the intro's over and that groove kicks in, you know, I was, telling, I was texting the legs the day after we got the the promo. I'm like, holy shit, the groove on that is fucking boner inducing. I mean, so that's a great song, but it, just that that last one, you're like, why is that even there? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yep. like, it's like the tapered end of a shit or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's exactly. I it just, I was, I was, just, I was trying to wrap my head around why, why that even had to happen. You know, I mean, I get. That they're, you know, maybe they're trying to show off that, you know, Chris can sing as a baritone too, because he's, you know, he's singing pretty low, yeah. and I don't know, I just, yeah, it would have been better in the middle of the album, maybe, <laughs> you know, it, and it would have been a, it would have been an okay intro too, yeah, hey, you know what I mean? Even that, hey. I just, I just, I just don't see where it fits yeah. in the overall, um, you know, the overall scheme of things, but you know, I'd say that. <sighs> The, the strength of this album is that, you know, the songs, they, they can be fun if you're, if you're really working to pay attention, at least in the first half. The, uh, the, the guitar work, the rhythms and everything like that are, are really good, you know, uh, but there's not, and maybe I'm just not paying attention, just, there, there's no, like, leads or solos, you know what I mean? It was, it was kind of like, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to liken the, the whole gent thing to, to new metal, like our, you know, this generation's new metal, oh. but it, where they just kind of eschewed solos all together, and it was just all, yeah, you know, just you know, palm muted chords and whatever. I don't know. I just this one was kind of that's that's where I'm like, eh, I mean, I understand it's supposed to be you know technical, progressive, or whatever, and and I understand the you know the the draw, the polyrhythms and stuff like that. But as as far as like, was there anything guitar wise that really like just floored me? Mm, not really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm coming from. I'm going to go seven on songwriting. And pretty much everything Jared said, I, the, the beefs that I had uh, were, uh, well, first of all, I'll say I, I noticed they have a song called Horcrux. So I was almost like, hey, bonus <laughs> points. Right. And I was like, but, but I want to know what it's about. And I was trying to find lyrics, and we didn't get them in the promo, and I couldn't find them on Google. And like, I don't think I can give a bonus point without knowing for sure if it's about Harry Potter, yeah. you guys. <laughs> but uh, but no, but like, there's a couple things, almost like 
the the outro there that Dare's talking about where it just like, it doesn't seem the the I think the biggest beef that I had was this this intro thing here. Yeah. Which was the first moment that actually really caught my attention because it I mean it was so different. I was like, yeah. oh, this might be cool. And and it it builds up pretty cool. Like there's some harmonies that come in. There's like this low, like almost barbershop like bass, you know, like do 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 and it's pretty cool. And then it's it's the, the the song actually starts and I don't know if it's just me, but it it almost seems like all of that was for nothing. Like it doesn't feel like any of that was tied into the song. Like I, I almost feel like a band like like Periphery or somebody would have taken some of those either either that main vocal melody at the beginning or that uh, that lower uh, bass thing and use that in some of the riffs. Like either, right. you know, do the, like... Uh, kind of stick it. with the theme. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Just like, uh, you know, we, we said several times with the Fallujah album where it's like this idea is introduced at the beginning and then you hear bits of it throughout the song and it's like, oh, it's just this full package. Yeah. Whereas with this, I just feel like they just did that to throw it on there and yeah. that was it. It just like... Uh, it could yeah, have been it so much more. Well, yeah, and it definitely has that you know, look what I can do vocally yeah. type, you know, yeah. type feel to it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I, I, I remember the first time I heard it, I was actually, I was mowing the lawn, <laughs> and uh, and it figuratively, came out, I was like, or you actually mowing? <laughs> no, I was actually mowing the lawn. I was actually, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was giving the old Tennessee lawnmower to Kim. No, uh, I was actually <laughs> mowing the lawn, and I, uh, I stopped. Uh, in the middle of the song and so then I finished it later and I realized I was like oh you know I wanted to pay attention to that to see if that theme came back and so the first time through I totally missed it and I was like maybe I maybe I forgot about it and I missed it but the second third and and every time since I'm like paying attention I'm like I don't hear it maybe it's there and it's just not obvious to like the lay ish person and I say lay ish because at least I play in a band but I'm I you know I'm not classically trained I never took lesson so i can't really say i totally know what i'm talking about with like <laughs> songs but i feel like there are bands who could have taken that and made it obvious to the lay person like here's this theme that we came up with and look how we you know intertwined it with the rest of this heavy song you know what i mean and that's just not there for me so yeah. i just i, I was kind of like oh man that's kind of disappointing and then the thing with the the last uh track there i just i kept thinking like are they trying to ape the Misty Mountain song from The Hobbit? Because that's really what I'm getting out of this. Mm, like, yeah. sort of like Jerry said, look at what we could do. It sounds like that. And then my last beef <laughs> is this uh, this thing. I just feel like that's that's like you know it's it, you know the last Veil of My album they had that song where. They had the little snippet of the guy going, "Oh, the, the guy that made fun of periphery." Yes, yes, yeah. and they worked it in, and they could, they were having like fun with it, and it seemed like it just fit. It was it was kind of like a jokey thing. Whereas this, I don't get the jokey fun. I feel like it's 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 trying too much to do the same thing instead of doing their own thing. You know what I mean? So right. that those are my beefs. And but but there are good there are good vocal hooks. There's good uh, catchy riffs, just not all over the place. I, I feel like the main thing I take from the songwriting with these guys is, is again, just to draw a, a, a similarity to Periphery. When you watch Periphery play, like, everybody's smiling. They're having, like, a, the greatest time. They have a song called Have a Blast. I mean, that's so indicative of the way they write music and the way they play, and that's what their songs sound like. And with this, I almost feel like it's 
they're, there's not a lot of fun there. You know, it's like they're taking it too seriously almost, you know. Right. So that's where my, my beefs are uh, that, that knock it down. You guys took the words out of my mouth, <laughs> literally. Uh, for me, this is an eight. Um, it, what Jared said, really, it, for a good chunk of what's on here, it doesn't feel like songs. It doesn't feel cohesive. Um, you listen to an individual guitar part. Oh, cool. That's a cool riff or a vocal melody. Oh, that's actually kind of catchy, but it doesn't, it doesn't sum up into something that, you know, for me works on some of the parts. Um, it definitely starts picking up steam, like you said, about halfway through. And then it it feels like they kind of force things. Um, like we had to, you know, let's put this riff and this riff and this riff there, and then we'll call it a song type of thing. Um, but it's not bad by any means. Um, their guitar player, I think, Josh Brown, John Brown, one of the two. John Brown, uh, yeah. yeah. Very, very talented. We all know Barreto's killer. So, I mean, they have the tools. I, this is their first album, I think, with Barreto, right? So I, mm-hmm. they could very well still be kind of ironing things out, getting right. a feel for everything. So um, I yeah. still enjoy it, definitely, for sure. But there's, it's just not quite ripe yet. Right. Cool. All right. Uh, production-wise, I'm, I'm actually going to give this one a ten on on the production. Uh, There's one thing that jumped out at me, even on the even on the promo that we got, the digital promo that we got was at 192k, and it's still the low end on this thing was just fucking beefy, yep. just uh, just incredible. Uh, and, and, and especially when compared to their last album, uh, where I, that one just it seemed kind of thin. And the, the just a huge step up. I was really expecting. I was like, okay, you know, I know they got Chris Barreto vocals now, and it's it's going to sound good. But I wasn't quite sure, you know, if if they're going to do anything different production wise. Because if I had a gripe about their last one, it was just that that kind of just you know paper thin kind Nasally. of yeah, and just sounded just sounded like a bunch of plugins just kind of stacked on top of each other in the mix you know what i mean and it just to where it was just kind of annoying whereas uh the sound here is much more organic and i was that it was kind of funny how i was describing that in my head because then i started looking at their page and he was he was talking about he's like okay before anybody asks here's what we used to record and it was all manual stuff like Uh there was no Huh. Like axe effects, no pods. Mm. It was all regular amps or whatever, and mic into it. Yeah, lock board. Right. Yeah. Right. So you know, no triggers on the drums. You know, stuff like that. So that was that was kind of cool, and it, and it shows. You know, in the in the production values. So, and I think the guitarist John did all did everything. I think he, I think he engineered the whole thing. I think so. so. Yeah. Aside oh, wow. from the vocals, the vocals were done uh, by El Levi from uh, Doth. Oh. Yeah, who works at Audio Hammer? Audio Florida. Hammer, right? With yeah. uh, with Jason Sukoff and uh, Mark Lewis, who yep. did uh, they did Cannibal, they did Whitechapel, uh, they did, they're doing the new job for a cowboy. Mm-hmm. So they're the last contortionist, right? Right. Yeah, they they have a roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got a they've got a lot of a lot of good albums under their belt. So yeah, uh, but he was yeah he was he did the vocal production. So I mean everything everything sounds good in the mix. You know I I bought the physical just because I wanted to see if if. You know, if it sounded that good at 192, like what's it gonna sound like? You know, on on CD quality, or if I rip it at 320, and it wasn't a huge difference, but I was still, I'm just still really happy with, especially on songs where I where, when I needed to hit hard, like yeah. you know, The Alchemist and and I had The Destroyer, where it's just you know, it's just like that, you know, and it just yeah. gets everything rumbling. So I was, I'm, I'm really happy with the way it sounds. 
Cool. Yeah, I just got to do a little comparisons here because that's what I do. But. We all live in the That's the alchemist that Jerry was talking about. Yeah, very beefy. Comes yeah. in. Yeah, it's uh, I was just going back and forth there with some Austro Parish and Cephalic. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go nine. I think my only beef maybe is just like volume quality or volume uh, level. It's a little bit. It seems a little bit quieter than than some of the stuff that's been coming out lately, right? But uh, but yeah, everything's definitely heavy, beefy all all around. Nothing seems uh, it doesn't really seem like anything's missing aside from just kind of volume. Yeah. So. And for me, um, me, look at me, I'm the audio guy. Um, <laughs> I'm the recording guy. No, for me, this is a 10. Um, this is, it takes the beef of some of the other albums that, you know, are out there, um, particularly in the low end, and it fixes that for me. Um, the reason being is that you can hear the bass on this one. The bass is very thick, very prominent. The problem with that and keeping everything balanced is the kick drum, especially when you've got this style of music. Are you going to sidechain a compressor? What are you going to do? But it's all, it, they're not clashing or anything like that. Um, if, if all the audiophile nerds out there will prefer the lower volume, I like it loud. I don't care. Um, just for the headroom perspective and everything like that. Um, I'm really glad the way this one turned out because the last album on top of the kind of thin nasal quality to it, it had this really weird, The I don't know if it was super compressed or whatever, but the bass on it was just like pumping. Like there were parts that would just like just swell and pump. And you typically get that when you over compress too much, but it, they, it's just level, clean, really, really thick. I love people that will mix the bass high like that just to make it sound so much heavier. Because you don't get a lot of that nowadays. So yeah, 10 for me. Yay. Cool. Woo. All right. <clears throat> Repeat listenability. I'm giving this a 7. And I'm only, I'm only giving this a 7 uh, because I think overall the, the, the part of the album that I spent the most time on is the second half. So... As as far as like a front to back listen, I I haven't spent I haven't spent a whole lot of time with the first half just because, and maybe it's just because I got fixated on the Alchemist and then just everything after that just kind of played because <laughs> I mean, that's a really good track. Yeah. But yeah, I it, but I would go back to the first half of the album even even driving home with this playing kind of you know getting ready for tonight and thinking there's nothing really terribly interesting happening in the first in the first act. If, uh, if again, if you're gonna break the uh, break the album up into two acts, so uh, like I said, you know the 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 songs that six six and six through ten minus the the tacked on weird outro thing they're doing. Um, you know, if we're, I would like to see the album end <laughs> yeah. with I the Destroyer. I would have, yeah. and a lot of times I just I'll, I'll turn it, it off after yeah. that. Like I just pretend the eleventh track doesn't even exist. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, listen to something else now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I, I could, I could repeatedly listen to, you know, the second half is an EP 
all day, but the first the first half doesn't really. There's nothing on there that really grabs me. So, little little lower, little lower on that end. But you know what I'm hearing in the second half, I absolutely love. So, cool. I'm gonna go five because I listened to it five times. No, uh, I'm gonna go five just because again, it's kind of a grower, and um, usually I. I, I don't I don't think I would have normally listened to it this many times if it wasn't going to be for the review, and uh, you know there's there's a couple that that I might keep on my phone, but the whole thing's probably not going to stay there just because it wasn't it didn't catch me as much. I will say that I don't have any prior experience with monuments, so I could see uh, you know appreciating it more, like especially the production quality you guys are talking about. Um, if if you if you kind of saw a progression and like an improvement, I could see maybe appreciating the album more and enjoying it more. But for me, it was, you know, my first time through, I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to this again. Yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah. I'm going uh, repeat listability, going with the eight. Um, kind of the same thing you guys said. Really, first time through it was just. I sat there and I said, "Oh, that was pretty good," and then went about my day. I didn't really have a desire to listen to it again. I had to actively like for the review to sit down and listen and it was like oh oh that is really good you know particularly in the second half and everything but when you have a dedicated listening you put your attention into it yeah then you start to appreciate it for what it is but there was nothing really that caught me through on the second or the you know second or third time to want to go back over and over again yeah. so yeah still really good though yeah, I think on the first go around, yeah, I think it's the same way. It was just my my reaction to it was kind of like, eh. but then I the destroyer hit that groove, yeah. that fucking groove, and then I was like, okay, I need to I need to go back, and and then the alchemist grabbed me probably second. Yeah, um, you, you you discover you know, things right. that you didn't get on the first or you know pass through. Yep. yep. All right, artwork and layout. Gosh. Um, Probably gonna go six on this. Uh, the cover, you know, we got a thumbnail on the cover and it looked pretty good. It's, you know, it's kind of a basic black and white, um, you know, kind of sensing a theme of creation, destruction. Uh, there's a couple of monuments here. We've got a, a pyramid and a Japanese uh, gate here. So I don't know. Um, you know the the packaging itself. The one I got, the the physical I picked up, is a just a, a cardboard digi pack. It's got you know no lyrics. It's got the thank yous and the you know who plays what. Uh, you know the the disc is pretty. It's just it's got kind of a kind of a weird tribal flower pattern thing on it that doesn't. I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where this where this comes from because it's like everything is kind of these earth tones. And then you know this, this kind of weird like like Cephia thing going on, and then all of a sudden you got this this black, gray, blue thing in the on the CD and on the tray it doesn't really line up thematically with with what they were trying to do with the colors. So it's a little I don't know. I guess I was expecting a little more. Yeah. Yeah. May I? I wanted to just take a, the uh, the promo we got had a real small picture of the cover. Um, do you guys know what amanuensis means? Nope. I looked it up, but I forgot. I only know it because it was... It, it Is was, it like a colonic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Isn't it somebody um, that like writes down or tracks stuff? It's, it's like an assistant for an artist. Okay. I only know it because of the movie Cloud Atlas. Have you guys seen that? No. I, 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 I was actually kind of joking with myself, like, this is clearly like a, has something to do with that movie because 
they made up that word for that the guy made up that word when he wrote that book because nobody has ever used the word amanuensis in history ever until that book. <laughs> but I'm but I'm sure that's not true. But anyway, I, that's that's the first time I'd, I'd heard it. Uh, and um, anyway, so you're you know you mentioned about like the theme of creation, and I actually, I actually like the way that this it's almost this yin yang uh, thing of these two hands writing, which you know. Uh, so in in this movie, Cloud Atlas, the this guy becomes an amanuensis for a an old senile composer who can't really write music anymore, but he still has ideas. And so this guy decides he wants to like help him write his ideas down. He's his his assistant, kind of. So I like the idea that it's like, you know, I, I actually think the 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 image here fits the the word amanuensis really well. You know, one hand is almost like the the artist, and the other is the you know the amanuensis, and this kind of. Well, they almost look like thing. snakes. Yeah. You see, if you look at them from upside down, it looks like there's fangs coming out. So it's almost like a partial ouroboros, where mm-hmm. it's like they're chasing each other. Yeah. When they're when they're turned over. I just looked at it. It's kind of it's kind of a because <clears throat> Geiger did a lot of that stuff. You know, yeah. The, the hands and the arms chasing each other. Yeah. So. Escher or Geiger. Geiger. Escher did it too. Escher right? did it too. Well, Escher had the the two hands drawing each other. Right. Um, but Geiger did a lot of he did a lot of sculptures. In fact, uh, there's a carcass cover of one uh, heartwork. <clears throat> oh, it's right. got the two hands coming off. So he did a lot of the, you know, um, uh, what do they call those? Uh, the cubes that aren't supposed to exist in oh. real life. Um, I fuck. I don't know. Well, you think about that, and I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a... <laughs> uh, finally get a... I'm going to give it a seven, because aside from the cover, the rest of it is kind of bland, but yeah, the... Uh, I, li- I like the I like the image. I think it fits in with the name pretty good. So yeah, um, when I you know when I was looking at it and everything, I actually really like the front cover. Um, just the way it's designed, I'm I like that type of. I don't want to say hieroglyphic because that's the wrong idea, but just that that idea that feel to it. And then when you look into the meaning of amanuensis, that that I thought was appealing. Um, but beyond that. Uh, it kind of loses me, so for yeah. me it's a seven. Yeah, yeah, not much, not much else going on besides the covers. So. Yeah. So how does this one play out? Well, it looks like uh, we're right at a seven and a half. So I'm giving it a looks like a seven point eight. Diggles at a six point eight. Legs is at an even eight. So yeah, overall score seven point five. So yeah. Decent, uh, decent outing, but not you know not as uh, not as enthusiastic. It doesn't sound like as a group uh, than yeah. we have been on uh, on prior releases. So, but uh, yeah, definitely a, a solid album. You know, they've they've got a little bit of work to do. It sounds like, but maybe in the songwriting department and, and stuff like that. But uh, sure, if you're a fan of uh, gent and progressive metal, this is going to be right up your alley. So uh, again, this is the Emuensis by Monuments uh, out on Century Media released uh, July 8th so it's in stores now go pick it up uh, I think they're out on tour right now actually with uh, with uh, Era and Reflections and a couple others that I can't think of off the top of my head so go check that out So, and uh, we will catch you guys on the next one